Hello, my beautiful babies. I'm your host, Tiana Thompson, and this is Affirmations of a Bad Bitch. We have a guest today that I'm really excited to talk to. Her name is Ashley Chamberlain. She is the founder of Chamberlain and Good Company. Welcome, Ashley. I am so excited to be here, fangirling all day long. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, go ahead and tell us a little bit about your story and what you do. Sure. So I I am the owner of a bookkeeping and accounting services company, um, but I haven't always been. Uh, I started from very humble beginnings of, I was a receptionist at a salon in Athens, Georgia, long time ago, and through a lot of obstacles, um, worked my way up through what I feel like was an entire accounting department through different companies, um, moved around a lot to find jobs, do the things I need to do, and led myself and my family to um, Kentucky and opened up a virtual accounting firm where I could have the freedom of being the kind of mom I wanted to be and give that choice to other moms who wanted to mom the way they wanted and um, kind of do what they were good at and do it the way they wanted to. So here we are today. Awesome. So you kind of have the mm-hmm. uh, time flexibility and freedom with yep. that. Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. Perfect. So how did you get into this specific line of work? So, you know, I always, uh, I kind of had a knack for math, which is so cliche, but um, was always just kind of good at it. But I didn't really know what to do with that. You know, you don't grow up thinking you're just going to be like a mathematician. (laughs) That Mm -hmm. doesn't really seem like a job you go for. Um, But what I really found I liked doing after trying a bunch of things, I worked in corporate America for a long time. Um, Public accounting, which was the hours were just atrocious. Um, having a family working 50 to 60 hours uh, wasn't really ideal. <laughs> Never seeing your family wasn't really um, what I wanted to do. So mm-hmm. throughout that journey, I figured out, okay, I like math, but I also really like working with people. I like small businesses. Um, so I had to find a way to put those two together. And I don't know about you or anybody listening, but I think we're told as mom and women that we have to do it all 100%. Like there's no give mm-hmm. and um, that's exhausting. So I, I finally came to a point where I thought, how can I give 50% yeah. <laughs> to the things that are important? And that's what led me to starting my business. Um, for me, showing up for my family I never really wanted to be the, what I call snack mom. I didn't really want to go to the PTA meetings. Um, I'm not a great chef. I'm not a great baker. I don't really trust myself in making sure that I can make cupcakes that are gluten-free, all the free things, Mm -hmm. all the peanut allergies, all the things, but I will go to all the programs and I will, you know, show up when needed. So I didn't know how to find that balance. To me, having a kind of company that I have, it allows the moms, myself, be the kind of mom you want to be. If you want to go be the snack mom, more power to you. Everybody needs that. But if you want to send your kids to daycare and then work during the day, we can do that too. 
So that's kind of what led me to where I am. <laughs> um, so when you first started, did you just start posting online? Um, you know, advocating <laughs> your business or yourself and just kind of grew it from there? Yeah, um, when I first started, so I was working at, I was working at a multi-million dollar construction company as a CFO. So I guess I was fortunate where I felt like I had the freedom, freedom to take the risk of starting a business. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't put any investment. I just organically started posting on um, Facebook and Instagram. So I'm kind of an elder millennial, I will say. So when it comes to the social media, I just recently got Snapchat. Like, <laughs> I don't know where I've been. <laughs> like, I had to have the kids explain to me like what a Bitmoji was. I didn't know what any of that stuff was. I was like, give me Facebook. I'll talk to like grandmas on there. Like I can do that. That's fine. Um, I just organically started posting and saying, this is what I'm doing. This is, um, you know, what I can offer, but I did it consistently so much. So I knew, okay, they might not understand what accounting and bookkeeping is yet, but at least I'm in their algorithm so much. They're like, man, she is constantly at the top of my page. So I did it every single day, multiple times a day. And then I figured out, oh, you can schedule it. So then I was like, it was forget about it. Like I can schedule <laughs> it. Yeah. For, like I'm out of control. Um, so I started organically posting. Um, I didn't have an email list, but I did have a mailing list, wrote a bunch of letters and mailed those out, um, joined a couple of free networking groups that were local to me. Um, and they were all online because I had a full-time job. So I couldn't just leave and say, Hey, I'm going to go and talk about my business. Yeah. Um, so everything was just organic and free in the beginning. Well, that's awesome. It takes a lot of like <laughs> determination and courage to put yourself <laughs> yeah. like that, especially when you're working mm -hmm. full time. So good for you. That's, that's really yeah. great. Um, what would you say is the hardest part of running your business or what you do in general? Oh, honestly, it's so funny, you know, you go through these, I think, stages. So in the beginning, the hardest part was feeling like, is this even going to work? Like, is it, am I going to get that first client? Like, what is this? I mean, it wasn't like I was reinventing the wheel. I didn't have a new idea, but I thought, is anyone ever going to trust me, that first client? And then now, a couple of years later, I constantly ride the roller coaster. I am my own, like, I'm the worst employee of my business because my team is rock solid every single day. They're like, no, oh, no, we know we're exactly what we're doing. They have the list. We have a project management software. We use ClickUp. They know exactly what they're doing every day. I'm the hurricane that comes in. I'm like, you know, what? I think we should just change everything. Like we should just like change it all. We should just rebrand today. So the hardest part of the business now is me and living with being content um you know and, and trying to find the seasons seeing like okay this is normal you mm -hmm. can see in the past couple of years this time of year is busy let's not try to rebrand during tax season um because then everyone in your business will hate you like it's trying to just settle versus um you know, trying to get crazy. So it's been, it's been good 
it's been good finding contentedness, but mm-hmm. I definitely have different struggles sitting still, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, like just kind of going with the flow and not feeling yeah. like more, I guess. Have to do it. Yeah, like yeah. trying to be big. Yep. What would you say is the most rewarding part of your business? Oh, the most rewarding part has to be the flexibility. Um, in the beginning and even, you know, the past two years, there is there is a part of business that, you know, for lack for full transparency, people generally don't start a business because they think they're going to get all this freedom. Um, there is a grind to it. It's uh, you have to be so <laughs> determined to want it because nobody's going to want it more than you. Um, but on the other hand, I can now say I'm the one that gets to take my kids to school and I didn't get to do that before. I always left the house first. Um, accountants usually rise with the sun. So (laughs) I was always out of the house first, but now I'm the one that gets to brave the car rider line, which sounds crazy that that sounds like a reward, but when you didn't get to do it before, like I'm the last face that my kids see before they go to school. Yeah. Um, so that feels really special. Um, being more involved and having the, that choice. Like today, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, be in front of a computer for eight hours today. I want to go take my dogs for a walk. My dogs are very happy because they see me every day now versus once in a while. So having that freedom back a little bit is really nice. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So how many people do you have working for you? Or are they all um, moms as well? Or is it just kind they of are. all moms? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. All moms. Yeah, they, um, it's, I've been really, really fortunate when it comes to hiring because in the beginning, I, I have a, a best friend who um, we met while we were working together. And she's my accounting manager now. So right now we have a team of about five. Okay. And all, all of my team members are moms. They are all friends or family. Um, I have not had to hire anyone that I don't know. Um, and that's, I, I'm very fortunate that I know that I don't take it for granted, but they, they're all moms. Some of them work at night because there was a time not too long ago that they all were pregnant. So they all have very small, I know. That was very scary time. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, okay, we got to, we got to take turns here, mm-hmm. but they're all moms. Some of them work at night because they have smaller babies that are napping during the day or vice versa. So it's really nice because this kind of business, you can be virtual. We don't work on Fridays. They kind of find the schedule that works best for them. For me, I work during the day because mine are a little older, um, but it also brings us all together. So we all have that, that foundation of, yes, we all have kids. Yes, we all can complain, but we also have a tell me something good moment in our meetings. So we started off with tell me something good, which is what are your kids doing? Did your, you know, did he take a first step? Are they eating baby food? Are they doing a play? Like it's something that kind of brings us together. So it's really fun. That's really cute too. That's nice having yeah. You're super close with and yeah. um, it's nice that they have that flexibility too to kind of work when they can mm-hmm. or need to right right um, yeah what advice do you have for anyone 
who might be wanting to start their own business? I always tell, because I get a lot of like really fresh entrepreneurs that they want to do something, but they don't know where to start and they think they need all these things. Um, I definitely thought I have to have a website, I have to have business cards, I have to have all these things before. And I always just tell them, just do it. You have to hold the vision and that's the biggest job. Sometimes holding the vision is the biggest and hardest job of it all. You don't have to have business cards. You don't have to have a website. All you have to do is have a vision. All of that stuff comes later. (laughs) It Mm -hmm. will come. But I always just say, if you really believe in what you're doing, other people will feel it. Just go for it. And you can start it organically if that's how you need to in the beginning. And it will work. Just keep at it. So I hope everyone will just try to do whatever business they can do. Because I love hearing about all these new businesses popping up all over the place. Mm -hmm. especially just by people who are willing and want to do the work and you know make sense of themselves yeah yeah it's so fun to to just watch people grind and be so passionate about things that some things I've never even heard of and I just think it's so inspiring Mm -hmm. and a lot of times those like smaller business businesses are better quality than you know the huge Mm -hmm. corporate yeah 100 percent And you're in most of the time, I have a client that makes these little, um, it's jewelry, but they make it out of resin and they, I mean, they whole make everything and it is the most beautiful jewelry. And I can go, you can go anywhere and buy earrings, but you can tell they home make it. They write little notes to their clients, every single one. And I just think there's just something so personable about a small business like that, that humans need other humans. So people want to buy from people. So just keep doing it. People will catch on. People want connection again. Like, don't give up. Yes. You got to keep it pushing. Yep. 100%. Uh, Yeah. Back to, you said you worked as an accountant and the hours were crazy. My best friend right now is an accountant. And (laughs) (laughs) And we were talking the other day and she was like, yeah, I'm working till like 11 p.m. at night, like all day until like late. And I'm like, should be illegal. That <laughs> should be illegal. Yes. It never stops. Um, and even when I can remember when I was re- when I was young, like early 20s, and I had a young, young child. I mean, it felt like it was part of the office norm to go in very early, starting at seven o'clock and staying until seven that night. And people would say, I'll see you tomorrow. And I'm like, whoa, dude, what do you mean see you tomorrow? Like, I've been here for 12 hours like I thought this was it but people would stay and I thought man no wonder these people's offices look so comfy because they spend like they would have plants and like the most beautiful art and little cats in the corner and I'm thinking I don't want my office to feel like a home I'll go home like I don't want this to feel the same so it was wild it's like they literally live there (laughs) yeah yeah and they and they just made their office feel comfortable enough to to do that and that was just the normal the normal part of it and you don't hear a lot about that you just hear oh corporate America they're always busy you don't hear the parts of well sometimes they're literally sleeping in their office because it's more effort to go home and come back like Mm -hmm. no that doesn't sound great to me (laughs) absolutely terrible (laughs) yeah (laughs) I don't like that I'm I'm a homebody like I want to be wearing sweatpants and hoodies and I can work from home. I want to have my dogs around me. 
Um, I want to have all of my comfortable things, my good vibes, you know, office, you know, corporate things for me. (laughs) Yes. Comfy clothes, your kids, good vibes. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it. Um, Where do you think you got your drive to be able to um, accomplish starting your business? Well, I grew up, my, my parents, my whole family are W2 employees. So they, there are no business owners on my side of the family. I am the black sheep. They think I am just wild. Um, But my husband's family are all entrepreneurs. So my dad was very, uh, go to work, do your job, go home. That's how you have a good life. And Mm -hmm. for me, I felt like, okay, if I can just do that, I'll, that's what success looks like. So once I started doing that and realizing, yeah, something's wrong with me because this feels awful. Um, I started working for my husband's family and they owned a transportation business. And he, when I started seeing life outside of a business owner's life, I thought, oh, wow, this is kind of what it could look like. And mm-hmm. my father-in-law is the one that really inspired me and said, you know, there is so much more to life than just going to work and coming home. If you have an idea, you can do it. So he's really a huge influence in my life. He's the one that has inspired me and pushed me. Um, even to this day, I mean, he, he should be relaxing every time I turn around. It's like, I have this really great idea. And I think I'm going to start a new business. I just feel every time I'm around him, like we're about to start something new and it's just so exciting. So he is definitely someone that keeps me going. That's awesome. And it is really like you said, your family was very go to work, go home. I feel like that's Mm -hmm. what most people know. And they think that's Mm -hmm. what, what, what life is about. Like we work to live. We don't live to work. So. Right. Right. Yeah. They just check the box and um, why would you want to take risks? I think it's really hard for families that don't have, you know, entrepreneurs or anything outside the box, it's hard for them to understand, which means it's hard for them to support sometimes. So, Mm -hmm. which can feel really lonely um, when you can feel close to your family, but if they're not supporting you or they don't understand it, it can be really hard to bring that together. So sometimes it can cause some tension, especially when they think, why would you take all those risks when you had a good job? So it has taken a little bit of explaining and I would say a little bit of understanding um, to get past that. But, you know, it's it's better than it was. It's yeah. getting better a little bit every day. Yeah. Good. But just kind of saying to yourself, I mean, your your goals and working yep. towards that still. Yeah. Awesome. When it comes to running your own business, because now I feel like you have more freedom at first, though, it was hard, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of ground at first. Much more, like, hands-on. And mm-hmm. how did you stay, like, because that, that is hard, and you feel like, like you said, when am I going to get my first client? How did you manage to stay so into your goals and just keep working towards it? Well, to be honest, in the beginning... <clears throat> I would say every other week I would tell my husband, I'm just going to burn it down. It's just not going to work. 
And then the next week I would be like, I don't know though. Someone did respond to one of my posts. So maybe it's working. And then the next week I'd be like, never mind, I'm gonna burn it down. Um so it was a roller coaster. <laughs> um, but I just I really kept telling myself that you have nothing to lose. I mean, you have a skill. You can always go back and get a job. You can always, there are always going to be jobs that mm-hmm. you have nothing to lose. The only person that you're really going to let down is yourself. And, and to me, just as someone that always felt like I had to keep seeing what was next, letting myself down was like the biggest letdown that there could be. And yeah. so I knew it has, it has to work. And whether that meant I'm posting every single day or, okay, well, that didn't work. What are we doing next? You know, I was, I was the board of directors that had to be impressed for my business. I was it. So I thought, all right, board, that didn't work. What's next? We have to try something else because this has to work. Um, In my mind, after getting through busy season after busy season at a busy job, I thought it has to get better than this. So we're going to keep trying the things and keep going. And I remember when I got my first client um, and it was a very, I greatly undercharged. I mean, it's like looking, I, she still is at the same rate that I started her at just because I felt like, oh, you trusted me. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, like, you know, and, and I didn't know her. We went to high school together. Um, and so I just remember the joy that I felt when I signed that first client. And so now every time I sign a client, if I don't feel that joy, I think, what am I doing that can be different? Like, well, how can I get that joy back every single time to feel gratitude? Because um, mm-hmm. I don't ever want to take for granted the grind that went into starting it. So I have to always remind myself, you worked really, really hard for that first client don't let yourself down so and I hope if my team members listen that they hear that because even though they think I'm like the firecracker and I'm always the one that tries to shake it up I'm always trying to make sure that we are the one I'm the one that's holding the vision and keeping it going because when it was just me I was the one that was constantly thinking there will be one day where I'm gonna have to change it up constantly to make sure that we're we're going to keep going. So it was hard. And it, the hustling looked different then, mm-hmm. but I will take hustling any day over stagnation because um, I always want to keep growing. So I'm ha- happy to happy to hustle however I can. I love that. I love your mindset. I'm feeling yeah. so inspired right now. <laughs> <laughs> you have the most pleasing voice. That's why I said fangirling in the beginning because every time I would listen to your podcast, especially in city traffic, which is what I have to go through twice a day now with the wonderful car rider line. Uh, it's just the most pleasing voice. <laughs> so much. That's, it makes yeah. me laugh so much when people say that because when I first started the podcast, like mm-hmm. I was so insecure about my voice. I was like, I hate listening to it. It makes me want to crawl out of my skin. Like, <laughs> oh, my no, that's wild. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a, that is a you problem because no one else thinks that. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. And thank you for taking the time to come um, on this interview today. You guys, I will have all of, you know, websites, Ashley's information linked in the show notes down below for you to check her out. 
And Ashley, if you will repeat after me, we will say our affirmations. Love it. Okay. I am kind. I am kind. I am loved. I am loved. I forgot one. I am strong. <laughs> I am strong. And I send love. I send love. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. This was such a joy. Yes. And thank you guys for listening. Sending love.